Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Early on a sports. Kyrie Irving. Sleep deprivation. Say what? Isn't this a sports show? Let's get it, baby. Welcome into episode number 104 of the Brilliant Sports Podcast on this fabulous Monday, February 6th. Back with JD, you know, it feels like a home field advantage again. You know, <laughs> uh, Dave stepped in but and did a great job, but, you know, this this the home team is back in town. So so how's it going, JD? Uh, I know you you did mention about sleep deprivation. What What's going on there? <laughs> no, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, man. I appreciate it. Uh you you held down the fort awesome. Big shout out to Dave. That was a great show. Go check out the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Go check out that last episode if you haven't already. Great show. Lots lots of fun. So I enjoyed listening to that. My apologies to our our listeners. Uh had some things come up. But uh yeah, dude. Sleep sleep deprivation. It's a thing. Well, let me ask you <laughs> this. How how many hours of sleep have you got in the last, I don't know, two, three nights combined? <sighs> I gotta say, because we talked off air, I know I got more than you, but I don't. I probably don't feel like it, honestly. But um, <laughs> probably in the in the ballpark of twenty hours in the last three three combined, somewhere okay. around there, fifteen to twenty range. Okay, so okay, about half a work week. That's that's fine. <laughs> um, see, I'll be stumbling over my words most likely. I got a uh, ten hours of total sleep the last four nights. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, something came up, wasn't able to make the show on Friday, but you already know what it is. We've got to push through for our listeners and for the fun of it, the love of the game. So anyway, for the love of the game, it's going to be a little bit different. We haven't talked about the NBA since I started uh, here at Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Um, this is our like going on our 30th episode together, but a little bit of NBA action here, man, for the love of the game. But does this man really love the game? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I don't know if I pronounced that right the first time, kind of slurred it together. This man's going to Dallas. Is this just another Dallas team making a bad decision like Dallas does? Or what do you, what do you think about that, man? What are your opening thoughts? Man, I'm, I'm, I'll go on record. Like I, his his antics, I'll say it that way. Um, I'm not also. sure if, if it's worth going into this and, and giving up a lot. I mean, I know the the Mavericks are definitely ring chasing. You got Mark Cuban and company. They want to they wanna compete for a title. It's been a little bit. I mean. You know, last time they were in there, Dirk Nowitzki was still playing. So it's Dirk. been, you know, it's been some some years now. And Brooklyn received uh, Spencer Dinwiddle, pretty good player. Uh, <laughs> Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, yeah, there you go. <laughs> the sleep deprivation strikes early on. Spencer Dinwiddle, 
put it on a record, man. Like, make a meme out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, honestly Dor- Dorian Finney Smith. I'm not too familiar with his his talents, uh, so somebody might be able to, to clue me in there. But he's a talented uh, defender. He's not a phenomenal scorer, but uh, yeah, he's a good okay. he's a good defender, perimeter defender, P lock as as they say. P lock. So other than th- those two players, uh, Brook. Brooklyn's going to then receive a 2027 second round pick, a 2029. That's even like hard to even comprehend how long that is away. But <laughs> NBA, uh, and, NBA be doing that. <laughs> right. And a 2029 second round pick. So uh, two players, three draft picks that aren't going to hit for quite some time. So there was the whole Kyrie and, and the comments about the Jewish community. I think that ruffled some feathers for sure. We're not, we don't need to go into that. But um, the other thing was, I, at least from what I heard, is it's the whole the contract negotiation didn't go well before the season. It's been back and forth throughout the season. I don't know, man. Kyrie, so so you go back to Cleveland. He didn't want to play with LeBron. He wanted then his he, own. He wanted his own he, show. Exactly. Went to Boston. C- couldn't have went worse for him. He actually made that team like they. I think they were a worse team with him than they were without him. Then he said he was going to re-sign with the team, told the Boston fans that, and then turned around and didn't, <laughs> didn't at all. Right. Which, uh, oh, and then he was too much of a pansy to show up to the game the first time they played against Boston on his new team. So uh, there's that. I mean, just <laughs> he seems to be a little bit of an egomaniac at, from, from the outside looking in. I mean, hell of a basketball player, one of the best – dribblers i would say of all time just the amount of things he can do um the crossovers and things like that are just absurd but i don't know man like i think dallas rolled the dice here it could work it 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 might backfire but over under i mean he's a restricted free agent after this year yeah uh what do you think does he stay like two to three years in in, uh, dallas excuse me or like what's his career gonna look like from here forward I mean, this could ultimately be one of the most expensive rentals of all time because at the end of three months, if they can't come to a contract extension, you know, whether they just can't agree on a number or whether he does what Kyrie does and just decides not to play for whatever reason, maybe his dog ate his homework. I don't know. You know, he's had some interesting reasons not to play basketball. Um, It could be just an extremely expensive rental. So they better win an NBA championship. They got rid of Finney Smith. Um, and, and did what didn't whittle didn't whittle that's gonna be a thing uh, <laughs> and I mean Kyrie is an amazing ball handler he's a phenomenal scorer can't play hardly any defense uh Luka Doncic Doncic yep can't talk already nah, he's a uh, generational talent as far as you know putting the ball in the basket creating shots for teammates um a lot bit of a liability in the defense so you have two guys that can score lights out great passers but they can't play D. So are you going to be able to outscore every single team every night? And now you just give away draft picks for the future. I mean, obviously it's not like right away. So uh, I don't know if Dallas has those picks still, or I, I don't follow um, the whole draft pick situation with the NBA. It's kind of an odd thing, but I don't know, honestly, like I, part of me wants to see Kyrie out of the league completely because I think he puts himself on a pedestal of I'm better than everybody else. But then there's that part of me who's like, I, I like watching him as a basketball player. So I'd like to see him settle down and play well. I like Luca. Um, some people hate me for that. So it'd be kind of cool to see them just go off uh, in Dallas. Um, 
the other part of me is like, okay, Kyrie speaks his mind, and I can't, I have to respect that he uses his platform to speak his mind, even though I don't agree with the majority of what he says. At least, you know, he <laughs> at least he can, you know, not just be a yes man. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to go and you got to do your job. Um, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You're letting your teammates down. You're letting your coaches down. You're letting the fans down. You know, I don't have any any problem whatsoever with with speaking your mind and, you know, doing things on the side, you know, make your side hustle your comments, man. You know what I mean? Like play basketball, dude, just get just get out there, lace up your like lace up your sneakers, play basketball. As much as I don't like LeBron James, that's one of the things I do really respect about him is the fact that he he plays a great game. You know, he plays the game. He does. He makes his comments. He stands up for what he believes and he uses his platform. I don't agree with everything he says, but he keeps it basketball's basketball and personal values and, um, you know, different issues are, that's what it is. So I can respect that about him. Speaking of James, he's going to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record within the next few games. So that, that'll be interesting. How, how do you feel about that? I know, uh, so over under on Kyrie Irving, um, over under under three years because of his ego, um, over three years because of his talent. We'll we'll put it that way. <laughs> so yeah, may, fair enough. You know, but uh, yeah. What do you think about uh LBJ um passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record here? It's like thirty what thirty eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight points or something like that. I don't remember the exact number. Um. Well, real real quick, I just wanted to touch on what you said about uh, Kyrie and and things like that. I think just the fact that he's going to Mark Cuban, I think. As, as an owner, he's one of the most understanding owners of the players, um, at least, you know, from the outside looking in. It seems like he he definitely sticks up for his players. He, he tries to make things as comfortable as possible for guys and, and you know, for things like that. Um, so I do believe that if he's going to make it work, this would be one of those destinations where um, all things kind of fall into place for him, if that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like Boston – just it never jived for whatever reason. I mean, if he would have stayed on that team and they would have made it work, if they would have made it work, um, it would have been like that team would be like just destroying the East probably. Um, but it's one of those things like, I, I mean, I'll go back to like, I I don't know if I feel bad if that's the right way to put it, but I mean, KD kind of, he left Golden State and Kyrie was like, yeah, I'm all on board. And then as soon as things don't go right for Kyrie, it's like, yeah, I'm out of here. Like, you know, good luck with that. So I look at KD <laughs> as getting the short end of the stick in that deal. I mean, it didn't work with Harden. Obviously, he goes to Philly, and then Kyrie jumps ship the next, you know, just a year later. So it's just like, man, what's KD going to do? I mean, I don't know how much longer he's committed to them or if he can get out of there. But that's a tough situation for him. Um as far as the Mavericks go, like I, I love Luca as well, man. Like that's my, he's probably my favorite player in the league. He's just so fun to watch. He can do everything. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting. They're nine games out of first place in the West, so they have a lot of making up to do if they want to really compete for the for the top seeds. There, it's going to be tough. Uh, surprisingly, the Kings are a great team out of nowhere, which I don't really <laughs> understand how. But we'll see if they might pull a. Uh, I don't know. They'll pull a Miami Dolphins and fall apart down the stretch and miss the whole playoffs or something, maybe. But anyways, uh, <laughs> LeBron, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the not the biggest fan of him. I'll put that put it that way. Uh, obviously, a hell of a basketball player, great career, Hall of Famer, no no doubt about it. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see him. I mean, that's history being made, obviously. So, you know, much respect for, for his talents on the court and things like that. Uh, where he ranks all time, I mean, that's a conversation that gets people in fist fights and things like that. So we, don't, we might <laughs> right. not have to go there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously a, a great accomplishment. And, and that's basketball history being made. And I'm sure all the eyeballs will, will be on that game as well. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record is 38-387, so LeBron's getting very close to that. Um, another thing real quick to touch on the Dallas thing, I think you you really said it well when you talked about Mark Cuban and just that being potentially a perfect spot for Kyrie Irving. Uh, Jason Kidd being the coach, Kidd was Kyrie's favorite player growing up, so there's that, that admiration for Kidd. Um, so I, I think when it comes down to it, like Kyrie's – he might not be tired of drama, but the man wants to win a championship. And this is a decent shot for him to kind of prove that he's still that all around like world talent guard. And I think he'll that he'll behave himself at least for the end of these three months, depending on what happens <laughs> after that. I don't know. But um, yeah, KD getting the short end of the stick, man. I mean, last year he requested a trade, demanded a trade and then didn't happen. And he, you know, came back and still played, carried the entire team and never getting swept by, by I think Boston. Um, so when it came down to it, I mean, Boston's fine. They got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, like they don't need Kyrie, you know, see you later. But um, yeah, I, I think that it'll be, it'll definitely be an interesting saga uh, for sure. And I'm looking forward to kind of talking about basketball here in, on the brutally honest sports podcast uh, moving forward. Cause I know I like basketball more than you do. Um, based on just the fact that you know growing up that was one of my favorite sports to play but why why do you hate base uh basketball now man you you uh <laughs> you and i have talked about this before but let people know why you hate basketball quick then we can move on um but why do you hate it <laughs> I, maybe i shouldn't say i hate it. it 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 irritates me i'll say it that way i i think every team kind of plays the same way now um growing up man i, I was definitely i was like mellow carmelo anthony was my favorite player I had a lot of uh, love for basketball. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Kobe, that's another just all time great, obviously. And, and we got to see him kind of grow up before our eyes, but I don't know. I, I just feel like back then, back in, in the day, I should, I shouldn't say it that way. It makes me sound like I'm 50, but uh, <laughs> it was just not everybody like just everybody drives the ball in, kicks it out to the three, shoots a three. Now it's like, I don't know. I miss the games where like, if you go back and watch those Boston, uh, Boston versus the Lakers finals. Um, I mean, those games were in the seventies. It was so defensive and, and things like that. And I just don't see that effort anymore on the defensive end. Like maybe in, in the postseason, it's a little different. I will say that. I think the intensity turns it up and everybody plays both sides of the court, but like you'll see LeBron not even play defense anymore. You'll see Kyrie Luca. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on about all these guys that don't even give effort on defense. So I don't know. It's a little bit gimmicky to me, but I mean, I, I don't hate it. I, I definitely don't get a, even a, any excitement out of it until the playoffs, but that's that's just me. No, I mean, that's fair. Definitely. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the ISO game myself, and, you know, the pick and pop. Um, but, you know, I still enjoy watching watching a basketball game for sure, and the playoffs are a lot of fun. Uh, and then you got guys like John Morant, and even though I'm not a fan of the ISO game, just the way he's able to just absolutely just dunk on – pretty much everyone and their mom and their brother it's just it's so exciting guys like job bring that fire to the game guys like luca who can hit that step back for no reason whatsoever you know steph curry pulling up from dang near half court like those are the from reasons the parking that I, lot 
the yeah, right from the parking lot. Those are the reasons I still like the NBA because you have guys that can still do things that have you want, like, even though they've done them over and over, you're still like, wait, what? Like, you know what I mean? That man just went on, that man just made a poster and he posterized someone last week, but it's still freaking awesome. It, you know, that type of thing. And I, I enjoy watching, watching that, um, you know, unfold, but in a lot of ways you can just watch the highlights of a game and you get the best parts of it because it is uh 48 minutes of, <laughs> of potentially nothing. <laughs> I'll say I'll say one thing, uh, and this this might cause some controversy, but in the last like minute to minute and a half, I think they should limit how many times you can foul people. Like when it turns Agreed. into that whole that whole free throw barrage, and it's like a team Boring. will win because they can't make free throws, or be, they'll win because they make free throws versus the team that doesn't. Like it shouldn't come down to that, and like it gets obs- uh, excessive. I should say is like yeah, you I know, agree. there's two minutes left in the game. It takes thirty minutes to get the game over, like that. I'm nitpicking, you know, maybe I'm being a little bit, uh, you know, get off my lawn type of deal, but <laughs> it's that, that to me turns me off of the game, um, more than anything about it. You know, baseball, there's not a clock. You got to get 27 outs football. You got to, you got to run the clock out. You know, you can nail it down, but basketball, you can just foul and foul and foul and you can yeah. foul guys, foul guys that are horrible at free throws just intentionally. Like, I just think that part of the game I've never been a fan of but it is what it is. I don't, I don't see it changing anytime soon. No, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Uh, maybe if they instigated, like, you know, you get two fouls and then the third one's like a technical, meaning they get like an additional free throw. So, you know, you got, then, then they're getting three free throws, you know, and then the ball back type thing, like, cause the technical foul gives you one free throw. And then, and then the, the, the team that committed the foul loses the ball as well. So I, I agree. It's, it's just absolutely BS. Um, I get the chess match back and forth, but when it comes down to it, what kind of chess match is it? Like you can look at like Ben Simmons. Okay. If he has the ball, you just freaking hack him. You know, back in yeah, the day right. they called it the hack a shack rule. Cause you know, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was not a great free throw shooter, but he was going to dunk on you and potentially break, break the rim. He did it before. So they actually had to like change the rules, um, you know, over the years just for different players. So it'd be nice for them to, for them to change that. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on, Kyrie, LBJ, you know, um, I know Abdul Jabbar is going to actually be at at the game that LeBron breaks the record unless he I think he's like 60 some points behind unless he drops like 60 plus, um, which is possible, but unlikely in this next game. And LeBron and Abdul Jabbar have not had the best relationship, but I think it's cool that at least, you know, Jabbar is like, all right, like I'll, I'll be in the building. So we'll see kind of how that happens. There might be some drama. Um, I'm sure skip skip. uh Bayless and Shannon Sharp are going to have some fun takes on it. Uh, you know, Shannon Sharp love, loves LeBron like um, flies on dung, you know, type thing. That's a terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible comparison, but he, he's, no, it's, he, it's he's, all, he's all he's all the way in on that uh, on that LBJ stuff. But um, anyway, anyway, st- stick to football. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. Um, but, well, you know, I'm talking about stick to football and, and here, here we are talking about other sports, which which is fun. Um, I'm enjoying this very much. I got a question for you, man. Can you rock another team's jersey? You know, you mentioned that as a fan, you mentioned that, you know, Luca is, you know, one of your favorite players, if not your favorite player to watch. Say you're you're a Sixers fan. Is it OK to rock a Luca jersey? See, I have a couple different feelings or uh, things I want to express here. It's for me, maybe I just and, and it's weird, man. Like, I don't personally think I'm a person that cares a lot what people think or say or things like that but 
when it comes to like who I root for or who I'm passionate about, it's like, I, I do kind of overthink it, I guess. Cause I'm like, I don't want to think, I don't want people to think, Oh, I have a, uh, JJ Watt, uh, Arizona Cardinals Jersey on. I don't, I kind of don't want people to think, Oh, he's a Cardinals fan. Cause like, I, it's like something I really take pride in. Like I'm an Eagles fan. I like Penn state. I like this team. That's it. Whatever it might be. It's kind of like sacrilegious almost to say, Hey, let me put this other team's Jersey on. Cause like, like you can like that individual player all you want, but I think you, I think rooting for the team is more important than the person on the back. That's always been my thing. Like the team is more important than one player, even if it is like, obviously a Kobe, a Michael Jordan, LeBron, like when you're talking these guys that are, you know, some of the best to ever do, it, it's a little different, but I don't know. It hurts my soul a little bit to wear a different team's Jersey. If that makes sense. What, what say you, I mean, there's guys I want to get their Jersey. I just, it's like, I, it, it, I can't, I don't know. I can't seem to get myself to do it. <laughs> you know, bro, like I, it, it's a tough one. So I don't have a problem with wearing a Jersey of another team. If, if it's a player, unless it's a rival team, like as a, you know, as an Eagles fan, like if a good player goes to the Cowboys, I'm not rocking that Jersey. That's disrespectful. Like, you know, I can't rock a Cowboys Jersey, no matter how much I might like the player, but if he's on a team that's like neutral, I don't think there's a, there's an issue. You know what I mean? Like if no, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but say, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes to like Las Vegas, which, Hey, you never know. Devontae Adams is trying to make it work, but he goes to Las Vegas. I like Aaron Rodgers. The, you know, the Raiders and the Eagles are not rivals. So yeah, I'm going to rock an Aaron Rodgers Jersey in Vegas. You know what I mean? But I couldn't rock a Cowboys jersey. I couldn't rock a Giants jersey. I couldn't rock a Redskins jersey. I could never rock a Patriots jersey. Like, it doesn't matter how much I like the individual player. But other than that, I, I personally, I would do it. Like, J.J. Watt was a stud. I would get a J.J. Watt Texans jersey. I wouldn't get a J.J. Watt Cardinals jersey because that was a disappointing end to his career. But it's respecting the greats. I'm not a Steelers fan. I've made that, you know, pretty clear. But I would still rock a Franco <laughs> Harris jersey. That doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to rock a Big Ben jersey or a Kenny Pickett jersey, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that's that's just how I see it. I don't think it yeah. uh, puts any omen on the team or anything like that. Because I know you had asked me that when you, you hit me up asking about buying a jersey. You're like, oh, is, it, is this bad luck? Like, if I get it, like, I can't wear it. <laughs> No, oh man it's see it's just i overthink it for sure like i definitely used to have that mindset because i had a uh i had a saints reggie bush back in the day hey i had a big i had a big ben uh i had a lebron cleveland i had a dwight howard on the magic i had i had random jerseys for sure and there's there's a lot of jerseys i'd like to get like the kansas city royals have a blue jersey which is so nice looking but I don't know. It's I, I definitely understand what you say. Like if, if you're an Eagles fan, you're wearing a Cowboys Jersey. Cause you like, like, I don't mind Dak, Dak Prescott. I really don't like, I, I really don't mind the guy. I, you know, I, if he played for anybody else, I'd probably pull for him. I'd, I'd pull for him, but yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I can't go out there and, but me myself, man, I can't really rock any other teams. It's just, it's, it don't, doesn't feel right. It's like, it's a little, I can too respect, uncomfortable, but I, I, I totally it. get where you're coming from. But 
you could buy all the jerseys. You can buy all the jerseys of players that you like from other teams, and you can live like you can give them to me and live vicariously through me because I'll rock them. <laughs> so that way you go see and be like, "Yo, I, I liked. I bought that jersey. I like that player, but it ain't me. I, I ain't wearing so, it. I can't be disrespected." <laughs> no, like I I'll give you a list. For, I'll give you a list. <laughs> I I just picked up a Flyers jersey the other day for not much, and like, dude, I just love like. I do love jerseys. Like, I think they're cool. Baseball, for me, like, baseball, hockey, and and NFL, but, like, all the jerseys, really, basketball. Like, they all have a cool cool thing to them. Like, and there's a lot of different teams that I like how their jersey looks. It's just I don't like the team. So, how many people do you see in public wearing a jersey and they're not a fan of that team, but they're a fan of the player? Probably a lot. So, yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. 100%. I've, I've asked, like, multiple people over the years, like, oh, you know, are you a blah, blah, blah fan? Like, oh, no, nah, like, I just I like the player, you know? <laughs> like, when MJ went to the Wizards, people bought Wizards fan, like, people bought Wizards jerseys for MJ. Did they end up, well, some people, because they religiously followed and loved Jordan, ended up becoming Wizards fans. But, you know, the, just the idea of, like, no, I'm, I'm repping Michael Jordan. So, right. yeah, I think that that's, I see your take. I see your take. Like I said, man, I, I can, I'll give you my shirt size. I'll rep those jerseys for you. That, that way you can live vicariously through me. Anyway. Um, we need so, we need a custom JD Kingsley jersey. That's what we need. Bro, Kingsley on the back of a shirt would look sick, King, my guy. When we finish Kingsley, up the, that's that's when different. We, when we finish up with the branding, I'm going to have to get the, the logo on the front of a shirt and then get, like, <laughs> stitched Kingsley on the back. You know what I'm saying? Um, what, but, what number What number are you rocking? We, we got to get to that. What number am I rocking? Uh, yeah. bro, I can't, I can't rock number one because – I'm I'm not number one. I you know I like the number two. I think it looks cool in a jersey, but then be like I'm number two, and it's like no, that's shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, it's Jeter though. That's that's, that's oh, not you that know, Jeter, Derek, you know Dave, uh, David. Wow, Derek Akers, Derek Jeter, David Akers. It's just like David saying Akers. like I'm number two. I'm immature, so I just think like oh, I'm number two. You know? <laughs> like, that's why I can't rock it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Maybe you know, and then it's like oh, if I if I pick number twenty three. You know, then I'm disrespect. You know, I'm not that guy. Like I'm not Jordan. You know what I mean? But I like. Ah, uh, yeah, but dude, you know? whatever number like fit, whatever you're like, I I always wanted that number. Or like, if I made the Eagles, or if I played for the game, whatever it is, like, I wanted that number. That's what you gotta. Yeah. Just whatever your gut's telling you, I think. Probably number eight then, because Kobe was okay. my favorite. Yeah, Kobe was one of my favorite athletes well, growing up. So I'd probably go with number eight. I like the way it looks too. It's like the infinity symbol. You know, yeah, man, I'm, I was, I'm I was infinitely great with the number eight. You feel me? I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was always number eight or number eleven in baseball. It was either number eight or number eleven. It was almost every year like go. that. So I'll, t- I'll take eleven. I'll take eleven. You got brutally, eight. Yeah, brutally on a sports podcast jerseys. You're eleven. I'm eight. Take that to the bank. It's gonna happen someday. But um, Let's anyway, go. anyway. Uh, speaking of going to the bank, bro, a man <laughs> who made plenty in his lifetime, well loved. A member to talk, or not member, but a well-loved athlete to talk about on this the show has a ten-year, three hundred seventy-five million-dollar deal in broadcasting waiting for him. Yours and my favorite, Mr. Tom Brady, announced today that he is not going to be taking that up for a whole year. Like he's going to take a year off because he wants to get better at his trade and get good at it, type thing, basically, um, before he starts that. I think it's just so that he has the ability to at any point just be like. I'm going to just hop back in the NFL. <laughs> what do you think? When you, when you told me about this, I was like, <laughs> I mean, this guy just make a, a headline out of, out of anything he can possibly, he's like LeBron to me, man. Like whatever he can make a, he- a headline out of, he does it. 
it's a Super Bowl week, and he's like, ah, you know what? I'm just gonna stir the pot and tell everybody I'm taking a year off. Like, <laughs> right, dude, just nozzle to the absolute max and everything that he does. Like, here's the thing. Here's how I look at it, and this isn't even like I'm trying to be objective here with it, but it's like, dude. Okay, so now you're gonna spend a, a year around your kids for uh, like I hate to go there with this, but it's like you're gonna be around your kids probably you know for the most part uh, for a year, and then all of a sudden, oh, daddy's on the road again. It's like how how often is he gonna be home when he's doing a game in in L.A. this week and then in Dallas this week, and then like yeah. I just look at it like this guy is just I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm over. Uh, like I'm reaching a little bit, but it's like, he's just such a nozzle to me where it's like, uh, he's going to take a year off. Like if he were to jump in back into the NFL, I'd be like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, please go away <laughs> with every fiber in my being. Like I want you out of this league. I, I, I tweeted at, uh, I tweeted at Jim Plotner at fan in the van. I was like, if he's on these games, man, I'm muting the TV. I mean, like as soon as I see his face, the TV's getting muted. So I can't do say. it with him. I, can't I was just going to say, at least you won't have to mute your TV for another year. You know, you get to hear one the year. sound. So one year. One, one year. <laughs> it's just with Fox Network. I mean, I'm cool. I'm happy for Greg Olson because that guy is, he's a really great announcer now. And then obviously they're going to throw the G-O-A-T in there instead of him. But now he gets another year at the job. A lot of respect for him as a, as a broadcaster, former player. Loved him for as sure. a tight end with the Panthers. So he's rocking. And I think that's cool. So shout out. Shout out to Greg. Kill it at the <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, bring bring home the uh the dub for the birds. You can <laughs> I like you even more if you're broadcasting when the Eagles win the Super Bowl type thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, man, cool. yeah, dude. Talk about a little basketball here. A few football things. This this coming up Friday, we'll have a big big show uh, previewing the Super Bowl. Gonna be a lot of fun things to talk about. But you got anything else going on this Monday night, man? Not too much. I mean, we as we get into the Super Bowl week, I mean, it's gonna be a lot of media stuff coming out i'm sure on the eagles are gonna ask these guys questions they've never heard obviously that the chiefs as well like the, these i heard there's gonna be like thousands of media members i didn't realize it was that quite uh i mean i know it's it's, it's the biggest game in the world basically uh, say what you want about the world cup or whatever but we don't really talk about that on this on this podcast <laughs> no no disrespect but just just saying it how it is but yeah i mean the Super Bowl is the main focus this week. Obviously, as as we get closer, I'm I'm gonna get increasingly nervous about that. But hey, I mean, it, it's it's great that our our favorite team has gotten there. It's not every year your team's in the in the Super Bowl, so I'm definitely excited about that. The NHL just picked back up after the All Star break, so you got that going on, and and obviously the uh, the NBA as well, uh, just in full swing. So. I'm excited to see what what happens this week, uh, but really a focus is is Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Yeah, man, Aaron, for our episode on Friday, three questions. If you were a media member, that you would ask the uh, the players, or maybe pick one question for the Chiefs, one question for the Eagles, and one question for the for the refs, or one question for the coach. But anyway, this coming up Friday, each of us, we're going to have three questions we would ask and the reason why. Um, so make sure you all come in and check out the show Friday. We'll be previewing the Super Bowl, having a lot of fun. But yeah, thank you guys for staying with us. Aaron, who are we shouting out tonight? Always shouting out 1420. Once again, I'll, I'll thank Dave for jumping in on the show. Appreciate his efforts and, and things like that. The level of playing field crew, definitely give those guys a listen. And, and as always, fan in the van, 
those are those are the podcasts we always uh, point to as far as uh, our biggest supporters and and you know it goes both ways. So definitely check those guys out if you if you listen to us. Yeah, also check out we like sports uh, with a Z. Uh, they got a, they uh, put a lot of articles on Twitter um, on different sports. They're they're Cleveland plant. Cleveland fans can't talk, but hey, there's that uh that tiredness coming in. <laughs> we got to the end of the show. I didn't stumble over too many words. No Daniel Jones for the most part today. But uh, check those guys out. They uh, put a lot of good stuff on Twitter. Um, good but good podcast as well. So pretty cool fellas. So yeah, check us out on Twitter. Twitter handle is brutally honest, except without the T. Brutally honest because Twitter won't give us the T. So check us out there. Um, please feel free to put a comment on Apple Music or spotify give us a like share with your friends you know keep following us um we'll definitely be coming out with more great content soon so fly eagles fly and we'll uh hit you guys up friday